0: Welcome to the Honorable Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 52 years ago while his kids were running around. The front porch is a strange place to start an agency. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. Can't say that I blame her. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. We have a cannabis webinar coming up on September the 13th at 10 o'clock come learn how we can help with all types of cannabis risks. We'd really like to talk about it with you. Make sure you register at tiscano.com forward slash webinars. On today's episode, we'd like to talk about weed. Without further ado, here's today's episode.
1: Good morning, Dina. Good morning, weekend Nicole. plans? What you doing? Oh, uh, You know what? I actually don't think we have much on the plate this weekend. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice. How about you? We are going to the Pennsylvania
0: Renaissance Fair this weekend with my sister and my brother-in-law, my dad's going. So yeah, we're, um, so we're heading there as a family. Um, So I don't know if you've ever been to a Renaissance Fair of any kind. So like there's actors that walk around and there's like mud people at the one we go to there's a mud pit there's jousting there's all kinds of food there's all kinds of breweries and just a good time so like if you're a person who really likes to get in character with characters which my dad and jared are very much like this so this is going to be a hoot they're going to give the characters a run for their money so i am looking forward to our time at the renaissance i
1: I have to ask because there's one around here that i know is really popular i honestly i've never been been asked (laughs) many times but Um, I shouldn't go. I hear it's a great time, but um, is there a joker at yours? Because I think there's like some joker that walks around and my husband's good friend, they go every year and they're like, sometimes it gets a little uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: So I haven't been for a really long time and I've never been there with my husband. Uh, Last time I went with my dad, which was, oh my gosh, more than 20 years ago um but like I was embarrassed I was you know young 20s it might even been late teens but I was like embarrassed because my dad he's such a great actor and he was just like really getting into it with these people I'm like turning beet red (laughs) all these people are looking and they like start to surround you I was just like oh my gosh but yeah my dad and my husband could both be the joker at these events like Would have no problem. And staying in character, like that's the hardest thing is staying in character.
1: Right. That's wonderful. That sounds fun, Nicole.
0: Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So I wanted to tell you something earlier, Dana, and I forgot. So I'll announce it here so I actually do it. So I have a bucket list item for my big birthday that's coming up this month. I promised myself that I'd run a half marathon during this birthday year. So I am committing to running a half marathon. I might be doing the half at the Pittsburgh Marathon in May or trying to find something close by. So trying to get a group of people together at Scano to do Pittsburgh marathon, or I'm just going to, or just going to come out here and and do one closer to home.
1: So, well, if you come in to do it, you know, I'll sign up with you. So yes. And you'll be a flash and I'll never see you. (laughs) (laughs) That is not true. But if if that was truly be your first one, it'd be an honor to see you accomplish it. Yeah. Yeah. So my hips finally better. That's finally better. That's the most important part. It
0: is ten months back
1: in good. Ten months good.
0: (laughs) It is. It's still. It hurts a little after a run, but I ran three and a half miles over the weekend in one run and didn't have to ice my hip for several days. So wonderful. That's Think I'm think I'm back. So gonna get my bucket list item done this year.
1: That's exciting. well (laughs) I can't wait for
0: you. Well, I'm saying it out loud. Publicly, so everyone knows and pressures me, and it's like, "Hey, how's the training?" So that's why I'm doing it. That's exactly why I'm doing it. So, uh, getting in that mental mental spot to be able to do it. So this is my prep work mentally. So it's coming. It's coming. Awesome. anyways, uh, today we're talking about weed. You know, this is a hot topic. You know, before. I got into the insurance industry. I hadn't even realized it was called cannabis because that's the, the proper term we use here in the insurance industry. I still call it weed, pot, whatever. You know, I'm obviously in marketing. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with play on words with this. I really do. <laughs> We've got some great campaigns, but, you know, this is uh, a topic that comes up a lot. We get a lot of questions about this here at Tuscan. So I thought it would be nice to clear the air. Yeah. Um, on- <laughs> <laughs> some of the biggest market challenges for this, um, because honestly, I get these questions on a weekly basis. So I thought it would be good just to kind of dip our toe and talk about it a little bit. And I, I just want to say, if anybody has anything they want to share or something they want to learn more from us here at Toscano, please make sure you're emailing us, podcast at Toscano.com. We'd really like to hear from you about such things. So Dana, tell me a little bit, what's popping up in your town near you? What are you seeing when it comes to this type of risk?
1: Okay. So I think in Pennsylvania, I mean, it's, it's definitely coming along. I think they are fighting the public, I think legalize it, but of course the dispensaries have been here for the medical purposes. Yeah. But the main one here uh, where we are, gosh, I don't know if it's been five years since the first one. I'm bad with time anymore. It's been mm-hmm. a few at least. And there was only one main one and you knew where it was like for the people that needed it. And even mm-hmm. if not, you just knew where it was. But the past couple years, we've had multiples pop up and one specifically this past six months is humongous. <laughs> it is huge, um, across it, during on, on our main route here in, in Greensburg, closer to the mall. So they are just kind of popping up left and right. And they're all busy. It seems like, I, I mean, personally, I've, I've never stepped into one. I'm not against anyone doing it, but I, I, it just looks, <laughs> I can't believe how big this last one is. It's like a okay. humongous warehouse. I think it was an old auto big store that they took over and it it oh. is humongous uh, you can't it's miss are you assuming that
0: the extraction process is happening there or they're growing there or they're just selling there by the the size of it what are what do you think uh, i think
1: there's got to be more going on at least in the back because of just because of the mass size of it now i yeah. i think i did hear the one part i still think they might end up trying to lease out but it's still big enough that i think there's another section there must be something else going on in the back because these other buildings that that our dispensaries they are uh, less than a quarter maybe an eighth of the size of this mm-hmm. thing so they don't have that whole something is is missing in those other ones that this big one came through and and took over and I, I forgive my ignorance i really don't know what they're expanding into nicole maybe you can help us learn that maybe as these dispensaries keep popping up and growing maybe more of the Business aspect of things that they're taking on in-house that they maybe didn't at the beginning,
0: right? Um, you know, we've been talking about this here at the Toscano Agency for at least the past four years. You know, it's definitely a growth area for us. Sorry, I can't help it. I have to like you, <laughs> um, but it's it's definitely an area where we are where we are seeing growth. We're seeing more of this type of business come through and you know, cultivators to retail shops, everything in between really have a home for. But the biggest thing I will say, and the thing I get the most question on is the folks who are actually doing the extraction process. And the extraction process is super dangerous. A lot of the times they use butane or different types of highly flammable materials. So think about this. If you've ever purchased an essential oil You take a look at that little bottle. I have one here on my desk somewhere. You take a look at that little bottle, whether it's lavender oil or, you know, from a plant, a flower, whatever it is. Think about what had to happen to make that little tincture be created. So obviously Mm. there has to be some sort of heat. They have to get this out of the plant or the flower in order to, you know, mix it with some sort of an oil. And then, you know, shove it in the bottle. So you think about that process when it comes to doing this with pot or weed, they are using extremely high temperatures, extremely flammable materials. They're doing this indoors. You can't just hire someone off the street to do this. There's a lot of training that goes behind it. There's a lot of science that is involved in it. This is somebody who needs to be experienced. So that's one of the biggest things if you are working on these types of risks and you've got you know, uh, a risk that is actually doing this extraction process, there are multiple things that are needed to no- be known on that supplemental Also, if they are actually growing the plants themselves, most carriers that we represent here at the Toscano Agency, they will provide coverage for the plants if they're being grown inside in a controlled environment. If they are outside, there is no option here. There are carriers that do have that option, but it's not as common. So those are some of the things that I hear on a weekly basis. Now, a lot of, um, agents, when I, I talked, talk to them about cannabis just to get started, they're like, I'll never see something like that come across my desk. Well, you will now I'm telling yeah. you all of the time. So, um, Sophie started fifth grade two weeks ago, and she's a walker this year. So she walks about six blocks and a big group of kids. And, you know, it's really safe. And there's there's police officers at every spot or crossing guards to help them cross the street. So I'm telling you this for a reason. I meet her halfway. You know, I walk her halfway and meet her halfway with her group of friends because, yes, I'm that mom. But there's a reason I'm telling you. So there is a newer dispensary near us. And since that has happened, there is a constant smell of skunk in the air. Mm -hmm. And I get this question from my 10-year-old all the time. Mom, why are there so many skunks around here all the time? We'll be walking to or from school and you can smell it. I mean, this is near a school here. Um, And I'm like, I don't know. There's just skunks in the area. There's a constant smell. They're definitely doing the extraction process. And I don't want to say it's just from the dispensary, but... You know, people are vaping, they're doing it, you can smell it, you know, and I know a lot of people say that the smell of the medicinal stuff is different than, you know, the recreational stuff, it smells a little bit more skunky, but The point I'm saying is if you haven't had this come across your desk in some form, it's definitely coming, whether this is lotions or edibles, or if this is some sort of, um, you know, an oil that doesn't have the THC in it, which would make it legal in Pennsylvania if there's not THC in it, um, you know, that has been, I have been purchasing CBD oil for at least 10 years. This is in my, you know, healthcare or, you know, health wellness shop that I go to. I get all these natural things. I've been using that to help me sleep for years. There's no THC in it. It's CBD oil. Right. But this stuff has been around for a long time, guys. It's just mm-hmm. in the news because of all of the regulations and everything that's changing. That's the other thing to tell folks. Like if you are writing this type of business and you write in multiple states, make sure you're checking the rules and regulations because they're changing all the time. That's part of what makes this really complex. Um, They're they're unique business scenarios. There's different rules and regulations. Um, And a lot of the times these are set up in multiple business entities because they're operating in several states. But you as the insurance professional, you're supposed to be coming in kind of as a consultant for these folks, and you better do your homework. You got to know what's going on. You got to stay up with this type of stuff. Dana, do you see any kind of edibles or anything in any of the shops or places that... You're shopping in Greensburg. I know um, we're on opposite sides of the state. It's like a big thing here. It yeah,
1: is. it is. I, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the pop up. Like I said, the growth is it's been remarkable the last couple of years. But mm-hmm. I, like I said, I mean, I, I've honestly never been, but I know people that have and I know they have edibles and things like that all in them, too, because everybody depending on their needs and they all have different needs and what they like and what works and things. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I know there's definitely edibles in them and the different types of marijuana too, that they can pick Mm -hmm. from. And, and the vapes, like you said, so it's no wonder you're smelling them as you go by. Mm -hmm. Cause I think for the amount of people I see going in and out, it wouldn't be surprising if some of them aren't doing something as they're coming out of them, to Mm -hmm. be honest. And then, and because in Pennsylvania, it's just medical for now, Mm -hmm. That is their medical and they're not supposed to drink do it and drive. I get that. <laughs> but that doesn't mean they're driving either. But right. Um, but yeah, I do know those all, all the options are are in there. Um, but you just have me really intrigued if this new one is is actually doing the extracting the oils and doing all that. So I I'm, you're gonna have me look into that and see what's going on. Right. But like, I used to walk like I, I years ago, before I even thought Pennsylvania would ever have anything. What was one of the first states I might be making? I don't know if it was California or something, but it's just the thing is the evolution. It's coming down the road. You know, Mm -hmm. people I used to I would watch things on TV where people were growing it. They were legally allowed to grow it in that state and distribute it somehow. I don't know all the ins and outs. I also saw in some states, you know, they they only you're only allowed to do it with cash even if it's a dispensary, you can only handle money you're not allowed to do the credit cards because of taxes so these places they showed on tv had huge safes in the back Mm -hmm. all this cash could you imagine the security involved with that exactly and that's a question
0: on our supplemental that
1: Mm -hmm. is a question on our supplemental app is there a safe
0: and how much cash is typically in the safe Mm
1: Because so you can't go common. deposit
0: these. It is you can't go deposit this money in the bank for certain states where it's not legal. So I mean, I've talked to insureds. I've talked to agents. These folks are taking their cash, they're buying real estate, cash selling the real estate so they can have the legal money back out. Wow, great. Right. Things will change, you know. Right, evolve. Things
1: will evolve. Mm-hmm. They will.
0: But I mean those are
1: questions to be asking. As and as well. those as those states go legal, legal mm-hmm. for marijuana, it's just gonna keep evolving too. Right. And we're all gonna learn in the process for sure. Oh, mean, even carriers are gonna learn and evolve. Right. But it's just so new.
0: It is so new. So knowledgeable markets can be really hard to come by. So big plug for Toscano. We do have cannabis experts here who have been working with these markets for a really long time. You want to be partnering with somebody who is knowledgeable. You don't want to just be picking a carrier that has on their product guide that they write cannabis risks. You need to go a little bit deeper, especially on this, just because The industry is very new. This industry is five to 10 years old. We're used to risk management being, you know, classic history behind it. You know, underwriters who've been doing it for 40 plus years, whatever it may be, that's not this and it's evolving and changing and, um, you know, you definitely have to do your homework, but you need to, as a producer, this sales process can be exhausting there is a lot of information but you got to take the time to educate yourselves um we have a great cannabis class coming up on tuesday so definitely make sure you you check that out i'm not saying we're gonna be able to share every single nugget of information you need to know but you can definitely build your awareness by participating in things like that even if you haven't written a risk like this or had an opportunity I tell producers all the time: learn before it hits your desk, because you don't want to be scrambling when it does and not be prepared. Because these risks, if they are doing the extraction process, this is high premium, high premium. But right. think about all the different lines of coverage that would be available for this. Exactly. Everything. Exactly. Think about it. Everything. That's true. That's true. So there's yeah. there's a lot of directions that this goes. So definitely important to make sure you are taking the time to become an expert yourself and come in as a consultant to your client with this and keeping up on stuff. So good stuff here. I know we could have gone a lot deeper, but the last thing I want to wrap up with is to really understand not all policies are created equal when it comes to this. And I say this especially when it comes to cyber. So this is my example and you can kind of apply it to it. I have a lot of agents who are like, oh yeah, we have an endorsement for cyber coverage for our policies for good. Or someone has a boat and says, oh, I have an endorsement on my homeowner's policy for my boat. We all know that's not as broad of coverage. You need something separate. You have to understand how one policy is different than the other. Same thing here. It's constantly changing. Some carriers are dipping their toe in and they want to start to get in on this big cannabis trend. However, their coverages aren't as rich compared to some of their competition. So please make sure you take the time to understand the policies you're selling and the differences between the two. So um, really important. The biggest things that we have found some of the biggest claims for this type of risk is theft. GL and product liability claims. That's what we're seeing the most of. So you want to make sure you're beefing those things up. But anyways, um, Dana,
1: thanks for talking about weed with me today. We'd really like <laughs> Anytime. to go through, but Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Anytime. No, it was great. And you know what? In all honesty, it's kind of intriguing to be in the building blocks of something new like this yes. in a newer market, you know, because autos have been around and buildings and things like that, mm-hmm. that have been around. It's kind of neat to kind of be dipping our toes into this industry. So definitely. I'm glad to know we have the experts on call.
0: For sure. For sure. And I remember when we did one of our first, um, cannabis classes, we were talking about edibles and the one underwriter I was talking to I'm like, come on, you grew up in the sixties and seventies. Tell me you never had a pot brownie. And she's like, no, I never did. She's like, I'll send a pot brownie to anybody. She said this live to anybody who sends me a completed application today. I'm like, we can't do that. <laughs> that's hilarious. This is a little bit further than the pot brownie that you had in the basement in the 60s or 70s. Oh my God. A little God. bit different. <laughs>
1: could you imagine?
0: Oh, that's so great.
1: Funny. I love so it. So funny. I'm like, yeah, we're going
0: to have to like make sure everyone understands they're getting like a little Debbie's brownie and not
1: a pot brownie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, so many things to think about. I <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's great. Too that's funny, great. too funny.
0: And I'm going to end with one last funny thing. So, we have an underwriter here who's been here for a super long time, and their last name is Stoner. That's who I really wanted to come and do the QA with Aww. me for this because it's my marketing thing, but she doesn't <laughs> underwrite these types of risks that we couldn't have Oh,
1: that'd be great, though. I, I know, a right? Whatever, yes. Yeah, I, I do, I do.
0: So. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm done with thanks all my funny follow-up. little things. Yes, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> all Thank right, guys, so thanks. And I'm on a roll